2024 is peak 65. So you're probably asking yourself, what exactly is peak 65? Well, it's actually a major demographic milestone where more Americans will turn the traditional retirement age of 65 in the same year than ever before. And to illustrate that point, on average, 12,000 baby boomers will turn age 65 every day in 2024, and a lot of them may already have retirement on their radar. Joining me today on Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth, is Catherine Collinson, founding CEO and president of nonprofit Transamerica Institute and its Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies to share her team's survey on life and retirement, pre-retirees' expectations, and retiree realities. On this third and final part of a three-part series, we'll be discussing how to get ready to retire. But before we get started, just a reminder that we'd love to hear from you and learn what topics you'd like us to cover or to give us some feedback on today's show, which you can do by simply dropping Catherine or me a note at info at transamericainstitute.org. Well, Catherine, millions of baby boomers are entering retirement and the oldest generation Xers aren't far behind as they're in their what late 50s, uh, just a chip shot to uh, 60, putting a retirement on their horizon as well. So what should they be doing to prepare themselves for retirement? First of all, retirement planning is about more than just money. It's about planning for a long life. There's an emerging trend now called longevity planning. And Al, as we've spoken of on the show, people have the potential to live longer than ever before, which means we could spend 25 or 30 or more years in retirement. Our research has found that workers associate retirement with the freedom to choose how they spend their time, and many want to continue working at least part-time and presumably on their own terms and retire at an older age. Creating a longevity plan for how we use this gift of time should reflect our values, priorities, and what's most important to us. We want to ensure they're well aligned with our expenditures of time, energy, and resources. These are deeply, deeply personal questions that only you can answer for yourself. Nobody can answer these for you. Creating a longevity plan is also an invitation for envisioning new possibilities. One possibility can lead to another, especially when those employment-related restrictions become no longer applicable. Well, that all sounds pretty cool and exciting, but at the same time, uh, sort of daunting too, because I can tell you during my professional experience as a human resources consultant, I found quite a few people struggle in clarifying and setting their personal goals. And that's you know, due to the need for, well, letting go of old habits, assumptions, and you know, background noise in general. In short, uh, change doesn't typically come easy for people. So how would you advise us uh, in embarking down this path? The most important tip I can give is find your purpose. For many people, including myself, our careers have brought a great sense of purpose and satisfaction. Retirement can bring a huge void if you don't have your sights set on new areas of purpose. There's a growing body of evidence among academic researchers that a higher sense of purpose is associated with a lower risk of chronic conditions and premature mortality. 
having a strong sense of purpose is important at all ages and especially as we get older. Now, if you're not sure what your new purpose or purposes might be, make a list of the things that you love doing and make lists of things that you've always wanted to do but could never find the time. Consider getting involved in your community, doing volunteer work, joining a group or a club based on an area of interest, or even taking a class. These are all great starting points. Well, let's just say this. I knew I couldn't stand by and be idle in retirement because I've always felt the need to champion a cause, whether it was recruiting talent for a client or you know, leading fundraising initiatives for one of my alumni associations I was involved with, or you know, simply just being an extra pair of arms and legs volunteering in my local community. And um, in my case, uh, as I entered retirement, I was fortunate enough to become associated with ClearPath, which has enabled me to continue you know, to advocate and champion uh, the causes for health and financial wellness. Now, let's say, um, you know, once someone has formulated their vision of how they want to live and spend their time, then I guess it's, well, time to figure out how to pay for it, right? Al, you're exactly right. But I want to add that having an exciting vision of the future can be a strong motivator for financial planning. Financial planning can seem daunting. Um, and it's one thing if you're doing the drudgery of paying taxes or this, that, or the other. But if you have an exciting vision of the future, it can even be fun to be able to plan for it and figure out how to make things work. Well, Catherine, if I'm reading you correctly, I think you're going to remind us that uh, most people haven't, well, quite begun their financial planning, right? Al, you've read my mind. And we've talked about this on the show, the importance mm -hmm. of doing your homework and that most people are not yet financially planning. Fewer than one in four age 50 plus workers have a financial strategy for retirement in the form of a written plan. Yeah, well, that uh, sounds not so encouraging. So then what should our listeners be thinking about when creating a financial strategy? Let me break it down. A solid strategy should take into account your savings and investments, expected sources of retirement income, a budget for everyday expenses, funds for pursuing your dreams, and provisions for potential healthcare expenses and the potential need for long-term care. Other key areas of focus should include expected investment returns, inflation, which of course is a big issue these days, and taxes. A new hot topic, and I say hot topic both figuratively and literally, is planning for climate change, especially if you live in a peril zone that is subject to hurricanes, floods, fires, etc. In these areas, homeowners insurance premiums are skyrocketing if you can still get coverage, and then there's potential costs associated with damage and repairs, and if disaster strikes, the possible need to move. In creating a plan, the number of your expected years in retirement is absolutely central uh, and one of the most important assumptions because it ultimately dictates how long you will need your savings and investments to last. In our research, we see pre-retirees have a strong sense of when they expect to retire, but when, how long they're planning to live to, that's another story. Almost half say they're not sure, which of course is reasonable. However, it's not helpful for financial planning. 
Lastly, Al, it's critically important to have contingency plans if you find yourself forced into retirement sooner than expected due to health issues, job loss, or some other extenuating circumstances. Exactly. And as a reminder for our listeners out there, if you're interested in learning more, we recently dedicated an entire episode of this podcast to Strategizing for Retirement Explained. Now, let's dig a little deeper into some of the details, especially as they relate to pitfalls. What are some of the common hazards or pitfalls that pre-retirees should try to avoid? According to our survey findings, pre-retirees' greatest retirement fear is outliving their savings and investments. A common pitfall is retiring without what's called a drawdown strategy for your 401ks, IRAs, or tax-advantaged retirement accounts and having a drawdown strategy that at least considers potential forms of guaranteed retirement income, the most common being an annuity. As noted, fewer than one in four pre-retirees have a financial strategy for retirement. And what's more, only 37% are currently using a professional financial advisor. This is surgical, and having an advisor is worthy of consideration. At a minimum, check with your employer's retirement plan provider to learn their perspectives and their resources to help you envision a drawdown strategy. The second common pitfall is a lack of understanding about Social Security claiming strategies that can optimize and maximize your benefits. Our most recent survey of retirees found that many are claiming Social Security benefits well before their full retirement age, and in doing so, they're receiving a significantly lower monthly benefit payment. The third and final pitfall that I will share is retiring with debt, which is something to be avoided, especially if it involves high interest rate credit card or other debt. If you have a mortgage, depending on the interest rate and payment terms, it may make sense to retire with mortgage debt. However, be sure to have a plan to pay it off early if need be. Well, at this point, I'd like to go on the record and strongly advise our listeners with one final piece of advice that's, well, really been implicit in everything you've shared by injecting the old saying, look before you leap. And in essence, I think what I'm saying here is making sure you do everything you can do to ensure you're financially ready to retire. And if you aren't ready and you're still able to work, then by all means, stay in the game and continue working until you're really ready to retire and do that. Well, Catherine, where can our listeners find uh, your survey report, Life and Retirement, Pre-Retiree Expectations and Retiree Realities? please visit our website at transamericainstitute.org. And there you go. Easy enough. And again, many thanks, Catherine, to you and your team for today's research and insights. And here's hoping you'll join us uh, for the other episodes in this three-part series on pre-retiree expectations versus retiree realities and learning from the experience of retirees. Also, if you have ideas for future episodes, comments, or feedback, please email Catherine or me at info at transamericainstitute.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss upcoming episodes. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening. Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit 
private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about retirement security and the intersections of health and financial well-being. You can find our weekly podcast on WIPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcasts, and at transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WIPR. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance.